Hello, it's Johnny, your host from Johnny's Book Reviews, a site to help inspire you guys to go read. So go read. Today I'm reviewing Where the Crawdads Sing, a top-selling book by Delia Owens. I will review the book, what I liked about it, what I disliked about it, and any lessons I got from the book, if applicable. I'll also review the movie, so let's get into the episode. So before I get into the review of Where the Crawdads Sing by Dilly Owens, I just want to mention two things that are popping up frequently about her, and I just wanted to mention those things. And the first thing is that she's reportedly stopped for questioning for a 1996 murder in South Africa. Now, we're not really sure if it was Dilly Owens who committed the murder or if it was the husband or even the son. It's still an ongoing investigation, so we won't know for the next couple of weeks months or even years of what's really going on if they disclose any information if we get any more information specifically on what's going on with this murder investigation the second thing is that people are saying that she's racist specifically in the book and i honestly didn't pick that up in the book this book takes place in the 1950s so she provides language and events that happened in the 1950s and she honestly could have took those things out but I would have not provided the right context with the time period. And of course, Dilly Owens could have wrote the period a little bit later instead of the 1950s, maybe the 1970s, maybe the 1980s, maybe the 2000s. Anyways, I just wanted to mention those two things before I get into the review. This episode will be over Where the Crowd I'd Sing by Dilly Owens. It's a sad story, so get your tissues because you'll be crying a lot. The book came out in 2018, and since then, more than 10 million copies has sold ever since the announcement of the movie in March, and now the movie arriving in theaters on July 15th, 2022. The book has been selling a lot. On June 28th, they also released a movie tie-in paperback and mass paperback, and this provided a lot of people options of what book to read. The bestseller for us has been the mass paperback. It's a lot cheaper than a regular paperback. You definitely will need a mountain flying glass to read the words because it's going to be very small. And it's sometimes printed on less quality paper to make the cost less. Original paperback is much bigger and more quality paper to make the cost more, usually $18 now. So the majority of the books sold have now been mass paperback. Those are the ones that have been selling off the, the shelves. And the biggest thing, complaint that I get about this book is the writing. Now, she doesn't have a degree in writing or has written any fiction book. So don't criticize her book because of her, her writing. But let's get into this book. What is this book about? This book is about Kyra's life and how she survived the marsh. This extra is from Amazon.com for years. Rumors of the marsh girl have haunted Barkley Cove, a quiet town. On the North Carolina coast. So in late 1969, one handsome Jason Andrews is found dead. He also plays football, by the way. The locals immediately suspect Kyra Clark, the so-called Marsh Girl. But Kyra is not what they say. Sensitive and intelligent, she has survived for years alone in the marsh that she calls home, finding friends in the goals and lessons in the sand. Then the time comes when she earns to be touched and loved. When two young men from town become intrigued by her wild beauty, Kyle opens herself to a new life until the unthinkable happens. There's romance, murder, 
history and social training book. There's two time frames in the book that intervene around page 200. And this book goes from the past to the present back to the past. And that cycle for the entire book until they intervene around page 200. That's the story behind where the crowd is sing. And I also want to discuss De Leon's other books as well. So Owen has written nonfiction books on African wildlife, specifically elephants. She has lived in Africa for 23 years, and it makes sense because she has a Bachelor of Science degree in Zoology from the University of Georgia and a PhD in Animal Behavior from the University of California in Davis. Her first nonfiction book is Secrets of Savannah, 23 Years in African Wilderness. This book talks about her life for the last 23 years in northeastern Zimbabwe and trying to save elephants villagers in the end themselves so that sounds like a really good book i really want to get into that i might listen to it or read it we'll see her second book is mysteries of elephants and people the eye of the elephant an epic adventure in the african wilderness this book goes straight into the eye of the elephant recounts the own struggle to save these innocent animals from decimation a journey not only to supply the natives with ways of supporting the villages but also to cultivate support around the entire globe for the protection of elephants because they are going extinct from poach. The third book is The Cry of the Kalahari. It's the story of the Owens travel and life in the Kalahari Desert, where she meets and studies unique animals, and then also she's confronted with danger from drought, fire, storms, the animals they love. This best-selling book is for both travelers and animal lovers. Well, let's get into the review. This is a phenomenal book. Some people have mixed reviews about the book, but that's why I love books. One person will love the book, while another person will hate it. You can gather a lot of inf information on both sides to see if you want to read it, or if you have read it, gather more information on why people didn't like the book. And I like that. I like seeing both sides of the story and seeing why people didn't like it, why people liked it, etc. So for me, I love this book. The time frame didn't confuse me too much and didn't make me want to stop reading the book. Actually, I wanted to keep reading this book and could have put it down. If I had time, I would have read this book in one day. What did I like? The story has powerful lessons, specifically over domestic abuse and sexual assault. Topics that are discussed heavily now and more probably in 2022, but it was cool to see those details emerge. Also, the, the one cool thing is her detail on animals, insects, and the environment. So nature around Kyra. I could picture everything around her because of her details on those animals, insects, and the environment. This is her expertise coming in. She studied animal behavior. She has studied animals for the last 23 years. And it definitely shows. She's provided a lot of details specifically on this. And I love that. Also, it's a romance book. And it's a murder mystery book. I really like that. I was not expecting the murderer. But uh, that's, that's totally fine. It really provided a little twist to the end. And I really enjoyed that. What? I didn't like. The biggest thing is that the story did jump around a lot. So it went from, you know, finding Chase Andrews' body next to the tower to Kara's life to the development of the crime to Kara's life. And then those two time frames intervene around page 200. But by that time, people are like, what is going on? 
for me, it didn't really confuse me that much. You know, I got what everything was going on. And so that can be confusing on the, the reader. However, you know, I would say the storyline, make it clear, has to follow a better focus or potentially put Kyra's events somewhere else. And so that's what the movie does. So, for example, the movie starts with a crime and arrests Kyra. Then it gets right into Kyra's past where Kyra's talking to her lawyer about her past. And then some moments are discussed by witnesses. Then the case ends and then discusses the events of Kyra's life until she dies. The movie made the central focus the murder and provided info on Kyra, the main character, to provide the viewer info, information on what's going on. So I thought that was pretty cool. I think I think the movie makes it clear on what's really going on and doesn't jump around from storyline to storyline. I knew that, that this is what they were going to probably do because it would make the most sense. Does it make sense jumping from one story to the next story to the next story in a movie? That makes it a lot clearer for the viewer on what's going on. And for the book, though, the focus was on both the, the crime and Kyra. And Delia Owens tried to provide too much focus on Kyra, which explains why Owens is going back through the time frames now if she actually wrote the book like the movie where she started with the crime scene arrested kyra and then talked about the events it might have been more clear for the reader one other thing i didn't like was the romance and the detail around it i thought she could do a little bit better i couldn't sense how much she loved tate or how much she might have liked chase I couldn't really sense that and feel that because of her writing. She hasn't written anything on romance. I thought she did a really good job for that. But uh, the movie provides a lot of information on that. You could really sense how she loves Tate and how she kind of liked Chase. But sooner or later, she'll find out, like, ah, he's an asshole. But that's really one of the other things that I didn't really like. It didn't really make me not enjoy the book. I really enjoyed the book. Any lessons from this book? I think the biggest one is just respect the nature than animals, insects, as they were the first ones on earth. Humans weren't the first, and we got to realize that nature can teach us a lot about you know, ourself and life in general and how people act and how some people react to certain things. And I think that's a really powerful lesson, and we should definitely apply that to our life. One other thing is just keep on learning. Kara learned how to read. Once she knew, she couldn't put a book down. And results, she wrote several books. You don't have to write several books, but you can learn a lot from fiction and nonfiction books. You can learn finances, real estate, home building, etc. Things over topics you might love or might need to know, and you can apply those lessons to your life and grow. And I think that's the best part about books. It's just not only reading a good, enjoyable book, but also being able to get lessons from the books and applying it to your life. Finally, the movie, was it good or not? Holy crap. And I really liked how they portrayed the romance between Tate and Chase. I love the mystery in there as well. It was really, really, really good. With that, you do know who kills Chase at the end. It's, it's unbelievable. It's a little twist, and I really enjoyed that. You know, I was not expecting it, especially when I was reading the book, but it makes sense. The reveal in the movie was almost identical to how the reader figured out in the book. The one detail was that 
the the ladder the book was in the hiding spot and the movie doesn't provide that tate just finds the book and kind of sees the ladder and see who killed chase it was that reveal crazy i wanted them to show the person killing chase i think that would be interesting but i i realized that that would be the typical hollywood ending and hollywood does that all the time so with this one they broke the norm and i really like that thinking about it i'm actually glad and everything was almost to a t some events were missed and one of the big ones was Ma's and pa's past but my argument is that the central focus wasn't on kyra the central focus in the movie was the murder and Kyra was just there because she is the main character and also being accused of this murder. They provided information on Kyra to help the viewer get information on what's going on with the murder case. Now, I don't think Ma's and Pa's past really helps out with the murder case at all. It does, however, with the movie, it leaves an unanswered question of okay and they didn't provide that answer in the movie but i didn't mind not knowing about the parents past it didn't really help with the the murder case i think if they included that in the murder case it would have been interesting to see and how they included that but they did not but if you guys don't know ma's and pa's past well both of them were rich both of them lived in uh, new orleans and Pa's family actually lost all their money during the Great Depression. And then Pa was actually going to be a lawyer because they lost all the money. He actually dropped out of school and didn't finish school. Ma didn't really finish school as well, but she was from a rich family and still rich uh, despite the Great, Great Depression. But they met and Ma fell in love. And then Pa was like, okay, let's go somewhere in North Carolina. I think it's an outer bank, but I could be wrong. It, it felt like it was in outer banks. Anyways, they moved to the swamp area and Pa was going to be like, oh yeah, I'm going to fix this up and everything like that. It didn't work out that way. He didn't fix it up and he just went to the bottle and got drunk all the time and then because of that he starting to hit ma and then ma couldn't take it and she left and it just went downhill from there i think it would have provided a little bit of information on the murder but it really wasn't necessary i think it was unanswered question in the movie that they should probably definitely have provided an answer or two but that's one of the the main details that was missed but with that majority of the information from the book was in the movie and i really enjoyed that i really liked both i really liked the movie i really liked the book as well that is it for the review over where the crowd had sing i talked about what i liked about the book what i didn't like about the book and any lessons i got from the book i also reviewed the movie and talked about why i liked the movie both things the the book and the movie were really well developed and i enjoyed both if you guys want a full update on what i'm reading currently definitely check out my instagram where i post daily on what books i have enjoyed or even books on my tbr my to be read list and then also if you guys want a quick review of the books i have read over the week monster year in 2022 as well as 2021 definitely check out my goodreads as well i'll talk to you guys in the next one mm -hmm.